Can't remember how to shine? Lost your confidence? Your fight? We've got you. For faith, fitness, and friendship collide for women, by women, this is the She Rugged Podcast. I'm your host, mom, pup mom, athlete, and life performance coach, Michelle Yates. Reinvent yourself. Do you procrastinate? Do you lack motivation? Who are you? What is your purpose in the world? So self-identity refers to how you identify and define yourself. It's the concept of one's role in the world. So what is your purpose? What is your role? And do you feel like you're living that role? Do you procrastinate? Do you lack motivation in order to get up to serve that purpose? There are four personal or internal factors. Number one is perception. Number two is attitude. Number three is value. Number four is beliefs or our beliefs. But our experiences, our memories, our relationships, our lessons that are learned throughout our life have all played a part in shaping our identity. There are external factors as well. And those are kind of your ethnicity, your culture, your socioeconomic status. But then there's also things like attitude and religious beliefs, which are a choice. They are a chosen element of identity, political, religious, spiritual beliefs. Those types of things are a choice. And those choices help shape our identity. So action item number one is to sit down and write out your personal or internal factors of identity. So some examples are um, the factors that you control that can be positive or negative, but such as, you know, do you believe in God? What are your values? Are they loyalty, compassion, courage? What do you think of you or what is your, what do you think your identity is, your purpose in life? What sort of things are those? And if you really struggle with this, I want you to pretend, or maybe you already do have children, or maybe you had children, what sorts of values and beliefs did you want to instill in them to have a successful, wonderful life? And that's kind of the easiest way to be able to kind of write those out. But did you know that everything you do or feel is the end result of a strategy? I'm going to say it again. Did you know that everything you do or feel is the end result of a strategy? And a strategy can be defined as a plan of action designed to achieve a major overall aim or goal, right? Does this sound familiar at all? I feel like it kind of sounds familiar, kind of like, you know, maybe God's plan for the world, maybe. God wants us to be close to him. He wants us to fulfill our purposes. But how are you supposed to do that if you don't know if you're actually living your purpose or maybe you know your purpose, but you're having trouble, um, you know, getting there to your purpose kind of type of thing? Let's look at the bigger picture first, though. God's strategy is to give us free will. That's free will, the ability to make our own decisions, our own choices. That includes believing in him. But even the human understanding can only take us so far, right? We have to walk by faith, not by sight. God wants us to be close to him. He wants us to fulfill our purposes. In doing so, be conformed into the image of Christ, to share and rule on earth. That is God's strategy. Beyond that, 
again, we have to walk by faith. And it can be so confusing, right? Because in the Bible, we learn that God is control of everything. So then why is this bad stuff happening? And why isn't he making me a billionaire like I want or um, helping me out with my purpose or whatever it may be? But the reality is he's already persuaded us that his reality is reliable, correct? He gave his one and only son. He died on the cross for us, for us sinners. I mean, I don't know about you, but that would be really hard for me to do. It is now our choice, though. It is our choice to follow him. So when there is evil in the world, it is a result from someone choosing not to obey God, right? Not to follow God. That's adultery, murder, gluttony. And yeah, that includes overindulging, whether it be lust or gaining possessions or even in food or unneeded types of things and even slothness a.k.a. laziness. Yes, those are all things that will rip us away from this God's identity and what we are seeking for ourselves. So procrastination may be a part of you now. Maybe you're just own it. You are a procrastinator. You are unmotivated. You put everything off. You don't tend to get things done, but you can reinvent yourself. You can see procrastination is more of a coping mechanism due to some unconscious fears that you may have and you might not even be aware of. So what are unconscious fears? What are those types of things? Those are fear of being broken. Those are fear of being hurt, fear of rejection, fear of failure, fear of making mistakes, fear of humiliation, and the list goes on and on. But when we give those fears to God, when we believe in him, we can give him all of those things that may be out of our control or, and this is the or, lean in to him for things we can control. We find ourselves in the followers group when we do that, when we lean into him for the things that are out of our control, but a lot of what we can control, reading his word, reading the Bible, it's the best tool for your tool belt in order to get over any challenge that you face, to not only get through it, but to thrive through it. And we talked about the armor of God in the last podcast. So head back there if you are interested and all the details of the armor of God, because that could help you out. We are currently diving into Matthew in our Bible study, and Bible study is on Sunday, 4 p.m. Mountain Time. Let me know if you want part of that. We can have you at our Bible study. We'd love to have you. Matthew 6, 3 says, but seek first the kingdom and righteousness and all these things will be given to you. Well, what all things? Everything that you want? No, not necessarily. But all things being your basic needs, food, water, to your inner core. God will reveal your purpose. He will fight your fears and he will help you overcome those challenges with God with God, right? With God, all things are possible. It doesn't say, you know, with money, all things are possible because it's not, and we all know that. Action item number two. You listed what you feel your identity is in action item number one, but now write down what you think God thinks of you. What do you really feel God is trying to tell you your purpose is? What gifts and talents has he given you that you might not be using? Um, do you feel like you're using your purpose? Do you feel like you're using your gifts and talents? And remember from a previous podcast last year, we are given sometimes not just one, 
gift or talent. We are given sometimes multiple. God wants us to use them all. And sometimes during seasons, our purposes may change, right? Our purposes may change from going from one career to the next, or they may change in light of, I have no babies. Now I had a human child and now my role has changed and my purpose has changed in life. Um, Another example for me is, you know, I went from first establishing education with um, kinesiology and nutrition and biomechanics and all that great stuff to experiencing it with racing and, you know, mountain biking and performance and, and establishing those learning mechanisms. Then I went on to further that with coaching and coaching people in those certain disciplines in areas of life. And now maybe it's even changing a little bit more because now I'm getting into more youth coaching and instead of just adult coaching. And as you can see, it's constantly changing and maybe the overall purpose is still the same. I coach and I compete and I exist to inspire and I feel like that is, you know, my purpose. And so when you stop yourself to try to think about all these things, I want you to write down what you exist for. I exist for X. Not I exist for X, Y, Z, A, B, C, A, la, la, la. No, let's not do that. Let's try to say one word. I exist. And so for me, I feel like I exist to inspire. Now, does that mean I only inspire in one way? No, it doesn't. I inspire in multiple ways. I can do it with youth coaching. I can do it with adult coaching. I can do it with performance. I can do it with clinics. I can do it with coaching camps. I can do it um, with demonstration. I can do it with videos, you know, all different ways. But let's dial it in to why you exist. Now tell me, after you wrote down action item number one and action item number two, what in action item number one doesn't quite match up to action item number two. What were the differences and why do you think there are differences? What do you feel about yourself, your identity, your purpose, your gifts, your talents? And then what do you think God actually thinks of you? And do you think that you might be missing the mark here on what God really sees compared to what you really see? So if you have this fear of failure and you're constantly looking at the negative, Try to think through the God's glasses, the God glasses thing, where you're looking through his lens and what he thinks of you. Maybe even what other trusted people think of you. Um, Not those that are negative, not those that are putting you down, but the honest, good, real people. The reality is what you are doing now in this present moment is leading you to your future. Again, the reality is, when you, whatever you're doing right now in this present moment, whether when you're sitting at a desk or you're outside working or you're running, it is leading you to your future. You can take action, but sometimes those unconscious fears start going off in your head. They start giving you, putting you on overload because get this, your brain is created and hardwired to protect you, to keep you safe, to keep you in that comfortable, comfy, squishy, lovable comfort zone that we all know is wonderful, 
but there's no growth happening there. There's no progress. There's typically no service of purpose in that comfort zone. And why is this such a bad thing? Because you observe and you draw conclusions about patterns in your behavior, and it's then shaped by those conclusions. So your brain wants to predict outcomes of your behavior or actions, and naturally, your body wants to experience the wonderful, comfy, safe comfort zone, but ultimately to avoid any fear. That's just how we are hardwired. So how do we get through that? How do we break that cycle? How do we break those patterns? Research has shown that this cool tool called cybernetic loops takes place, and there are three aspects of this looping system. So number one, are internal representations. Number two, internal states. Number three, external behaviors. So those go back to kind of all the things I've just mentioned before. But whenever you change one of those aspects, the other two changes. So if you change external behaviors, for example, then your internal representations and your states will change. Kind of like, oh, I don't know, if you start working out and you're very consistent, you're feeling strong and healthy, that changes your internal representation kind of of yourself, how you feel, your state of mind, right? So just know that when you change one of those, the other two will change. So whatever kind of baby step you're taking, you're going to make changes. You're going to make progress. And when we receive the information like, what to believe, we may delete whatever does not agree with our current beliefs or values or wants. And this is why our brains become a problem because they are trying, again, to protect us or weed out what it likes and what it doesn't like about information that we do receive. So then sometimes we distort the information as well. We take what we like and we leave the rest. So this is like, oh, I don't know, you know, something out of the Bible where you can say, oh, God, that's great. That's lovely. I'll believe in that. And then you're like, whoa, no, stay away from this part of my life kind of thing, right? So we'll read the Bible. Maybe we say we believe in God, but we don't fully engage. We don't fully believe. We don't fully act upon his word. And we have our foot in another door. And then we even generalize. So for example, my church growing up was a, was a Catholic church, and we all know the schemes and bad negative things that have happened with um, the Catholic church and with other churches as well, and certain priests and pastors or whatever else. We know that there has been damage done sexually, mentally, physically, um, in the past with churches, especially even financially. But does that make every church bad? No, it doesn't. Generalizing like that is not a great thing because then you're completely turning yourself off from all of God, the Bible, and taking those means into your own hands. We can all read the Bible ourselves. Maybe you can't interpret it that well. Get a study Bible. There's certain different Bibles nowadays that really can help you break down the word um, of what it is saying. And there's nobody else feeding you the information. It's only you. And they're helping you out to understand and study the Bible for you to make up your own mind with what it says. You're not necessarily going to a church and listening to somebody. Now, that's not bad either, right? But again, I'm just saying that our brain gets in the way when we receive information and it distorts our interpretation of even... Um, 
not only information, but ourselves too. And you have to attempt to put on your God glasses because you can't see clearly when you're receiving all of this information. So try to see the big picture. Try to see what God sees about you. Try not to let your brain overtake some of those aspects and not what your dad saw and not what your teacher saw, not what your sibling saw, but what does God see especially about you? And when you're writing down those values, morals, beliefs, and all these things, where did they come from? And are they truly um, you know, serving you and helping you to serve your purpose? Or are they maybe um, beating you down? You know, a lot of fear of failure comes from this high expectation. Like as women, we are people pleasers. We do not want to disappoint and we will push ourselves to the extreme in order to please people. And we end up, you know, overstepping our boundaries and getting burnt out. And then we have this fear, this fear of failure, this fear of disappointment, all these sorts of things that start to roll up in a snowball. But your action item number three is going to be what unconscious fear do you wrestle with the most? Just one of those, that fear of failure, that fear of disappointment. Um, the list goes on. Which one? Which one do you wrestle with the most? What actions are you currently taking to change the future of your wrestling match with this? Because if you're not changing anything, nothing is going to change, right? You got to make some sort of progress here. Baby steps, right? And could you make a list of further actions you could take in order to conquer this fear and reinvent yourself? And I will just restate the baby step thing is a great way to go because it's also going to get you over the mountains. Granted, if you have two biggest steps in your way and you have to use your hands and your full body to try to climb up these steps in order to, you know, make progress, it's going to be even that much harder. So do not undermine the baby steps, those little steps, you know, kind of like when they put up the side of the mountain. If anybody of you been to um, the Manitou Incline and um, how they actually put steps up the side of this really steep mountain, it makes it a heck of a lot easier to get up than if you had to climb up there yourself. And I'm just saying that you have to put these baby steps in place in order to conquer some of these mountains. And they don't have to be big steps of progress. They will take time. They will take effort. Philippians scripture says, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God in the peace of God, which transcends to everyone's understanding will, and it will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. That is just another reminder that God's got us. I wrote about that previously. You can check out blog posts on Rugged Running and She Rugged. God's got us. God's got me. But it's your choice to have him. I will say that again. It is your choice to have him in his word, in the Bible, and take on reading some of the Bible. I'm trying to guide you guys through this as much as I can with being not in the She Rugged program, but go read Matthew. Try to interpret that. And if you need help, get some study help with it. And it will absolutely be progress in the right direction. So those three action items, again, were, number one, sit down and write out your personal or internal factors of identity. Those are examples of 
either positive or negative, but your values such as loyalty, compassion, courage. Um, what do you think of you? What do you think your purpose is? And then your number two action item was what does God feel or God see about you? What do you think God thinks about you, your purpose, your gifts, your talents, and all of those things? Are you using them or are you not? And does your action item one and two match up or do some changes need to be made? And then number three is what unconscious fear, just one, do you wrestle with the most? And let's focus on that. How can we make changes with that? How can we tackle that fear? And of course, I'm going to tell you, prayer, petition, all those good things, memorizing Bible verses. So when your head starts to spiral in those directions, those negative directions, thoughts, or even, you know, outward attitudes, that you can make it be still, make it be quiet with um, repeating Bible verses in your head. You know, fear not, right? Thank you for joining us. We will catch up next time on a bunch more fun stuff after we have our Bible study, which is 4 p.m. MST time this Sunday. Join us. Brain clutter can add up fast. Find your fight with our She Rugged Empowerment Program. Sign up for our newsletter and get free tips for eating healthy when traveling. Go to our website, sherugged.com, and share the love. Subscribe, share, and leave a review for our monthly giveaways. Thanks for listening. Let your light shine.